Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's, uh... Monsieur Rodney with uh, Will. Hello. And uh, today we're going to talk about the collapse of Mixer and the ban of Dr. Disrespect. Uh, yeah, so that, that'll be a hot topic today. Uh, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite uh, dropped another trailer. It's not really much. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Like, they should stop teasing and just show us the goddamn game already. But, uh... Uh, they're gonna mess with our heads the most as much as they can. Well, I did find out one really good uh, tidbit of information, which we'll get to later in the podcast. But uh, the rest of it, it's all coming up right now, right now, right now. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, okay, so today we're going to talk about Dr. Disrespect getting banned from Twitch. So uh, I got an article pulled up here. Uh, first off, let's get in. So we're going to probably change some things up here. Uh, we're kind of running on a gaming words, I'm not going to lie. So Yeah, we're going to think up a couple different things yeah, but, coming forward. <laughs> so for now, we're going to do a uh, gaming release of the week instead. So what do we got, Will? Well, we actually got two that I, I think people might be interested this week uh definitely for the playstation vr people we have marvel's iron man and coming to the switch uh finally we have catherine full body i don't think i played either of those games uh catherine full body is like a jrpg anime style game mm-hmm. oh so i remember this- now yeah, and Iron Man is literally just coming out now, but I'm sure you remember seeing it a couple years ago when it was unveiled at uh, E3. It's literally for their VR system. Yeah, I was just going to say VR. Yeah, looks amazing, but uh, I don't have the money to buy VR right now, so. Yeah. Uh, okay. But those are your two uh, releases this week. Groovy. Uh, and what are those? Those are on PlayStation for Iron Man and, the, and Catherine's on Switch. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I'm literally excited for Paper Mario to come out, Origami King. Yeah, uh, that is coming out uh, end Next, of the month. Uh, Jan- July 17th. Yeah, 17th. Yeah. The same day as Ghost of Tsushima. So you and I are going to be playing two different games. Yeah. To, but uh, actually, that'll be a good podcast then. It'll be Dedic- sweet. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so uh, Twitch and why it sucks. <laughs> Basically, uh, so I'm on Forbes.com. Yep. Uh, so why was Dr. Disrespect banned on Twitch? Everything known so far. Uh, all Which right, so <laughs> yeah, uh, perhaps one of the biggest moments in streaming history and currently the Internet's greatest mystery. Uh, yesterday, Dr. Disrespect, uh, yesterday being uh, January, what is it, June 28th, uh, Dr. Disrespect was banned on Twitch apparently for good. No specific reason has been publicly stated. Uh, a small circle of those who apparently do not know what's going on are talking, but uh, everything we see seems to be pointing to a troubled direction. There's a lot to go through, apparently. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we have that's official is just a vague statement from Twitch. It says, uh, as, our as is our process, we're taking appropriate action uh, when we have evidence that a streamer has acted in violation of our community guidelines or terms of service. These apply to all streamers, regardless of status or preminiscent in the community or preminiscence in the community. That's it. So we don't know what he did, but uh, I mean, Doctor Disrespect does say some interesting things sometimes. Yeah, but he has only been banned once, and that was when he took a camera into the bathroom during TwitchCon. Yeah. Other than that, like he's pretty good. Yeah. He's very controversial, yes, but. Not to the point that he does things that gets himself banned from Twitch. Yeah. The the bathroom thing was stupid. I don't think he was thinking about that. But No. <laughs> He's probably doing it just to be entertaining. And didn't, yeah. yeah. And think about it. Like, they banned him for two weeks. When he came back, like, everyone was watching him. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Disrespect came on Twitter, and he said that he's still awaiting to hear the reason for the ban from Twitch as well. So. Yeah. It's kind of... I went back and I'm not sure if you have but uh, his last stream you could tell he knew yeah it, it ends so awkward like he start he looks off screen like he's reading an email or some sort of letter yeah and then he comes like he looks back at the people and he's like telling like uh, his guy his like team which he calls the champions club yeah that they're in for rough times ahead but they'll make it through and, yeah, and then he ends you know, abruptly. He says like "fuck," and then yeah, and then he just off. completely cuts his stream. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like he, he's very controversial, sure, um, but no one really knows what he could have done to deserve his uh, his permanent ban. Well, if that is what it is. Yeah. Well, in this article, it's going on about uh, accusations of sexual harassment and abuse. Um, not just with Dr. Disrespect, but with a bunch of streamers. And well, apparently... They're, yeah, they're going back and getting people that ha even have accusations against themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, not getting too much into that, but... Uh, uh, yeah, there's a, there, there, we have a very strong... Uh, or not strong, sorry. We have a very uh, uh, male-oriented streamer club, essentially. Like, it's the majority of streamers are males. Um, oh, actually, I saw there's one. I can't remember what her name is. I'll look it up right now. But uh, there's a girl who streams, and uh, I've watched a couple of her YouTube videos. And fuck, she's funny. She was playing Search and Destroy, and it was one v four, and she fucking wiped the whole team. <laughs> and uh, then basically, uh, what's her? This one guy's like, oh, one v one me, bro. And she's like, why do I need to one v one you? I just one v four you. <laughs> uh, that was Probably funny. Shut him up. Yeah. And See, it, uh, I yeah. will say it over and over again. 
gamer girls can be better than guys. Well, I found that out the hard way when I went against uh, Ubisoft's uh, gamer uh, team. Well, it also helps that you're a chick and you're hot and you're playing games. Like, that fucking builds followers. It um, is, but, you know, some of these, stream, like, the girl streamers, they don't even have to be hot. They they just know how to play a game. Um, Cruzadar, that's her name. Cruzadar. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Uh, she has, uh, where is she? Uh, why doesn't it tell me how many subscribers she has? But it's like, oh, she has... Oh, fuck. She has almost a million. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, no. You you can tell when women know how to play the fucking game. Like, they mm -hmm. wear, like, super revealing shirts, and they're like, oh, I wonder why they have a thousand live viewers right now. But see, now they have to be careful for that, because Twitch is banning people for that. Yeah. Too much skin. I, I remember there was a girl, uh, she does cosplay, and she teaches people how to do, like, the makeup for the outfit. Yeah. And she was banned earlier this year. I can't remember what it was. I think it was her skirt was too short and she showed too much skin. Christ, what is this, high school? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It wasn't a permanent ban. She had, like, you know, like the normal 30 day, but still, like, they have really gone to the point now that it's hard to be a content streamer on Twitch unless yeah. you're very careful about what you do. Uh, yeah, and the thing about Twitch is it's extremely hard to grow on Twitch, which is one of the reasons that turned me off from even s streaming on Twitch. Um, and uh, now Mixer is getting shut down. Yeah, uh, that one came to a bit of a sh uh, shock for myself, mainly because of they were just starting to get, like, they had the big names, like Ninja, Shroud, and stuff like that. You know what? I, I haven't been following ninja but i feel like i haven't heard his name a whole lot in the last like little little bit mixer kind of made not irrelevant but because he was a lot of people still watched him on mixer right but i think he was bigger on twitch yeah and say you know i'm if dr disrespect if this is a permanent ban you know where does he go does he go to youtube he has a pretty big following on his youtube channel so i wonder if he just went to youtube gaming that would make kind of I, more sense i wouldn't be surprised like i was listening or watching a video with um courage jd um uh Lachlan and uh, i can't remember the other i think it was nate and they were discussing because they're uh, dr disrespect's friend yeah friends right and they uh, play with them all the time and they haven't heard the reason yet either but they said from what they've heard, it was a permanent ban. Mm -hmm. Doc hasn't said. No one really knows the reason for it. But they said this is huge. This isn't just a normal ban. Doctor Disrespect is a worldwide icon. Yeah. Like Twitch yeah. just signed him in March to a, another multi-million, multi-year deal, exclusive for them. Now that they go here and ban him, like, yeah, it has to be bad. So I wonder if they have to pay out the rest of his contract. I think they do. Yeah. Wow. Because it's literally like an NFL contract. They are now releasing him, right? But mm -hmm. they I gotta bet pay the you... penalty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and you know, he had 4.5 million followers on Twitch. Like that's an astounding amount too. Oh yeah. But here's the thing I have with YouTube gaming: it's hard for people to discover you if you're subscribed to your channel. If they're if you're streaming and people are subscribed to your channel, like they're going to see that you're live. But for new people who are not subscribed you to your channel, you don't show up. 
you have to go to YouTube gaming and look at the fucking game you want to watch and then discover you that way. Like that just is doesn't for me doesn't seem like a decent way to grow. Yeah, they've talked about that uh, a little bit in the recent uh, months and whatnot of how they're going to change how the UI and stuff like that works for their uh, gaming platform. Mm -hmm. But they haven't really said what they're going to do. I do agree with you, though. They are going to have to do something because no new person is going to be able to grow their content. Yeah, exactly. Um, however, uh, I stream on Facebook when my computer isn't a fucking asshole. Um, and I, the reason I'm streaming on Facebook, well, a, my, my backup was Mixer, but now that Mixer's totally fucking toast. Uh, I streamed on Facebook because you have a better chance of you growing. Because all you have to do is share your stream on your own page, and then you'll have friends going, oh, dude, I didn't know you streamed, and then they'll like your page and subscribe and whatever, right? Yeah. So I think Facebook has a bit of a better system in terms of discoverability. Yeah, well, Mixer's also um, now literally merging with Facebook. Yeah. But all the Mixer, like, contract people, like uh, Ninja Shroud and a couple others um, that were exclusive to Mixer, mm -hmm. they have their own, you know, outs in their contracts, so they can decide wherever they go. Yeah, and I think that Facebook uh, doesn't have a good basis for interacting with your viewers. I think that's where it struggles quite a bit. I could be wrong, though, maybe because I don't get a lot of viewers. I don't know. Bradley could probably correct me on this. Yeah. But uh, you got stars, so you can... I was talking to my the streamer bros today when we were playing some uh, Warzone this morning, but uh, basically, people have to buy stars, so they'll spend five bucks on 300 stars, and each star is like a penny. So yeah. once they spend all those stars, the streamer will get three bucks, and the other two bucks that they spent goes to Facebook. That's how they make their money. Mm -hmm. So... It's kind of different than Twitch, and I see, like, Facebook, for them to become relevant in this, they're going to have to change up a few things, mm -hmm. especially if they want to land big names like uh, Ninja or something like that moving forward, because Ninja is used to getting donations way above $3. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, like, a couple times that, he, you know, he gets a donation of, like, 5000 just from a random fan like yeah how many fucking stars do you have to send <laughs> yeah um who was i watching i was watching jay wits when he was playing uh let's go pikachu when i first came out mm -hmm. and i just had twenty thousand stars in the bank somehow i didn't buy them i'm yeah. and i'm like oh jay wits here you go have 20 bucks fuck <laughs> there you go two thousand stars so yeah. and he's like whoa rodney donated two thousand stars <laughs> he's fucking stoked so, bucks. <laughs> no, it's still money, right? Yeah. Bought him some dinner. Pretty much. But anyways, yeah, so I think if if you're gonna start streaming anywhere, I would I would do Facebook to be honest. Yeah, I think YouTube does work for some people if you're already a content streamer and you have a name. Yeah, if you because YouTube also relies on people sharing the stream. Right. Yeah. So, if you already have a pretty big base from your YouTube content, then sure. Um, if somebody search it, like you'll they'll never find you this way too. But if you're searching for a video like Warzone, if they just type in Warzone into the search, you're gonna find everything. You're gonna well, yeah, you're gonna find everything. But it's gonna pull up videos that have already been posted to YouTube. It's not gonna show you anything live. Like yeah. you know, the first two strips should be live content, mm -hmm. right? And that that'll, that'll help people grow. Or it should at least have, like, a section where you can just decide what you want to see. You know, like, uh, 
maybe once you search something, uh, it'll give you two categories, live videos or um, previous content. Yeah. So this week on uh, Video Games Now podcast, we're uh, coming up with st- uh, a new streamer platform instead of a video game this week. Ooh, I think there's already a couple of them trying to make their way out. Uh, I know the this has now been confirmed. It's nothing, but uh, uh, there's a new streaming pro- engine or something coming out called Brime. Yep. And a lot of people thought uh, Dr. Disrespect might have been involved in that company. And that could have been the reason for his uh, <clears throat> his ban, but uh, Brime just came out uh, eight hours ago, and they have said Doctor Disrespect has nothing to do with them. I mean, maybe he does. They're just trying to bail him out. Yeah, uh, who knows? Brime, like the rumor was that it was basically being founded. Uh, you know, it still had money behind it, but it was being done by Ninja Shroud and Doctor Disrespect. But I highly doubt that. I can't see Ninja wanting to start his own platform. Yeah, again, I haven't heard his name in mm-hmm. forever. Like, He's still big, though. He's got a freaking clothing line with Adidas. Yeah, and I, I see his shit every time I go to Walmart. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, Ninja. Buy, <laughs> buy the video games now shit, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we uh, start dyeing our hair. Yeah. what You know what? I absolutely love dr disrespects like but like starting uh uh like before his actual stream starts it'll be like him in the locker room and he just has these little skits like i fucking love that about him I oh love- yeah he's got these great things i remember during e3 when he was there he literally showed up in a lamborghini yeah and it like showed him walking out and then the camera's following like he he's the fucking vip <laughs> and then, yeah, it's so good. Um, he's got money and a lot of, uh, you know, he's got a couple people there to help him edit every video. He says he has five Lamborghinis. Mm, probably. Right, well, that's what he surprised. said on stream once. Yeah. Guy's got money, right? Like, look at Ninja. Yeah. What, what, what was it a couple years ago? How much does Ninja make like a month here? I want to look that it up. Was a, it was a, well over a million a month. How much? does ninja make a month like that's fucking ridiculous just to sit at home and play video games okay so currently he's making five hundred thousand per month but that's just off of merch for sales probably oh just off streaming yeah so his adidas deal and he's got his uh thing with uh not rockstar uh red bull it's red bull right Mm -hmm. yeah so he you know he makes a decent amount like 500,000 a month some people don't even make that in a year I don't <laughs> yeah well if we had uh, see the biggest part about being a content creator is you gotta you know, especially with YouTube like you gotta have time to fucking make the videos and not only make the videos you gotta do the prep for it and then the research for it and whatever you know whatever you're doing that's the thing though all these people have their own team yeah exactly they just you never they never get mentioned never get thanked i hope they get paid well <laughs> yeah uh all right so uh going back to mixer uh i digged mixer because you could just stream straight off your xbox i mean it kind of made your performance shitty but yeah but a lot of the things like even playstation now you have that uh access to as well mm-hmm. when you go into settings you can go uh, set uh uh, link your 
uh, PlayStation account straight to your uh, Twitch. Mm -hmm. And you won't have your face on it, right? But you will literally start streaming straight to Twitch. Yeah. So it has become a lot easier for anyone to stream. But there's a, you know... The, it's the professional look of your stream, I think, is what sells it. Like, that, you know, they say, oh, don't worry about, you know, making your stream look perfect. Just, like, just start streaming. But at the same time, when you're looking at stream, when you're looking at streams to watch, you're looking at something that looks flashy. You know what I mean? I, I do, but I don't think that's just about it. I think it's also your your not your person uh, it could be your personality but i wanted to uh, think of a better word i was thinking like you're yeah no you're saying for sure what represents dr disrespect like he has the fake wig the sunglasses the bulletproof vest yeah he looks like dr eggman dude <laughs> he kind of does but you know without his gimmick like without that gimmick he looks like a normal person yeah i like the mu I, I, I first i thought the mustache was fake but it's real Oh, it's real, yep. He <laughs> rocks that. It's the hair, uh, yeah, like, but that is his gimmick. I think what makes a popular streamer nowadays is their personality. They're, yeah, the you, character they even make. Even if you're a great gamer, right? No one's going to watch you if you're boring. Yeah. Um, well, what's funny about Dr. Disrespect, too, is he, uh, he goes quiet sometimes, but, like, just watching him play the game is funny. Because, like, uh... <laughs> watched one of his streams and uh he killed a killed a kid he's like first of all and then he just breaks into like mocking him because first of all i shot you like four times and he just fucking like went into a whole tantrum oh fuck it was funny dr disrespect has some of the best gamer rage i've ever seen yeah um, i remember not it might have been fortnite when he was switching over from PUBG. yeah and he was always getting killed by fucking bush campers and he would lose his shit. <laughs> and then Modern Warfare. Oh, man, he had some good rage from that, too. <laughs> oh, man, the best rage I saw from him was when he died to a Riot Shield guy. Fuck. Oh, that, that was, was a good one. so fucking good. He's like, you, you know, look at me. I'm a fucking top-tier streamer. I own five Lamborghinis. Fucking, you know, but then you got to put in this fucking asshole. The fucking Riot Shield. He's just, like, losing it. It's so fucking oh. good. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what makes him who he is. Yeah. He disrespects everything, and he stands by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm done with Mr. Disrespect. Uh, I'm also done with Mix Mixer. I don't really have anything much to say about that. Uh, I do want to touch up on one thing. With the sexual assault accusations and stuff like that, and, you know, everyone just kind of coming up with their own rumors of why he might have been banned. As disrespectful as the guy is, I do remember, I don't know if you remember this, Rodney, but uh, I think it was either last year or 2018. He literally took himself off stream and uh, made a, an emotional video without his gear on. Like, he didn't have the wig, the glasses, or anything. Yep. It was just who he is uh i hate saying his name though herschel beam yeah. the fourth <laughs> yeah uh, but he apologized because he apparently cheated on his wife at a, a video game conference mm -hmm. and he said for now he is going to take the time to be with his family and make good on the mistakes that he has created 
Yeah, um, I don't remember that specific video, but yeah, I knew I knew about it for sure. Yeah, he was crying. He was very emotional. This is, you know, what he takes. Doctor Disrespect is his persona. Who he is in real life could be a completely different person. Yeah. And after watching that video, I can't see him doing anything stupid again. He loves his. He's got a, a daughter, I think. His wife's beautiful by her, like herself. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, he hasn't done anything stupid. But well, I. Hope, what if it's that chick coming back and get, getting revenge or something? I don't know. I don't know. The the where we live now, you gotta be careful doing anything. <laughs> yeah. The world we live in, man. Yeah. So, all right. I'm gonna uh, be a grandpa, and they're gonna be like, "How did you meet your wife?" Uh. Too bad my wife wasn't into video games. <laughs> Fuck. She used to be. Should have should have <laughs> went on one of those gamer, uh, um, online dating sites. I know they're starting to become prominent now. <laughs> yeah. Might have to jump on one myself. Maybe I could. Uh, I could have found one. Uh, what's her name? What, like, what's her name on YouTube? I said at the beginning of the podcast. Oh yeah, can't remember her name now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk uh, Halo Infinite. So they dropped a new trailer. Well, kind of. Now, do we know if this is for Halo Infinite though? That's the thing that, like, I've watched this over, over and over again, and. It doesn't mention Halo Infinite at all. It just it's on the Halo channel. Uh, it says Halo Infinite teaser trailer. So they haven't shown anything off since E three last year. And so this trailer came out, and it's honestly like the most the biggest letdown ever. It's uh, just a bunch of sound waves, and it's the Fallen from Halo Wars two, I believe. Uh, talking and saying they're going to come back and kill humanity yada yada, well, yada. It's, the, it's the banished the banished sorry yeah the banished yeah because they were in one and i think they were mentioned in halo wars 2 i never played two uh, i didn't play i just played it at pax i played the yeah, first me one too though. yeah first one was good i should have played the second yeah okay so uh, i asked the video games community what they thought of the teaser trailer so Bradley starts off seeing it was honestly disappointing. Again, uh, Xbox needs to actually show something soon. We've seen multiple games from PlayStation with gameplay. I'm going to say, yeah, PlayStation's been doing it smart, but I think mm -hmm. Xbox saving everything for one event. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a weird time right now. Like, E3 forces everyone to fucking get their shit together and, and present something. This is making them have to come up with their own thing. Yeah. So. Um, also, what went wrong? Do you remember we watched the Xbox 2020 event in May? Mm-hmm. And Microsoft promised there would be an event once a month for the year. Was that at the end of the month, though? No, like, remember when the first one was supposed to be in May? We mm -hmm. watched that. Mm -hmm. And then going forward they said we were supposed to get an xbox event once a month all the way till december well, well I, i'm hoping everyone fucking forgot about it i guess except for well, you that's what I'm, if, I'm, on, I'm on i'm on point of things yeah. but like we had nothing in june now in july we're waiting for the actual series x announcement event which i'm mm -hmm. um, we don't even have a date for all we know is july mm -hmm. Yeah, man, if Will was a goalie in terms of video game news, he, he'd get a fucking shutout every game. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't miss a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Alright, I'm just uh, checking out our Twitter to see if anyone commented on that. I doubt it. No one ever fucking goes on Twitter. They only go on Twitter to see what Trump said. Mm -hmm. The one time. The uh, banish could be a good aspect, though, for Halo Infinite. I can't even remember how Halo 5 ended, to be honest. Like, I've only, I only finished it the one time. I know you fight the same boss three times and they just add an extra... Like, the you fight the Eternal? Yeah. At the end, though, didn't... Wasn't it a cinematic with Chief talking to Cortana? I can't remember. I gotta play Halo 5 again the campaign and hate every second of it. We should do that the day before Infinite comes out if we do get it. Yeah. I think everything's gonna... For at least me, and I've talked about this many times. Hmm. It's gonna be price this year that'll decide what console I get. Oh, yeah. As much as I want to say games, like, the... if. Uh, and I'm going a little off topic here, but the rumors are that were leaked by Amazon UK is that the uh, PlayStation 5 is going to be 399 or 499 pound, uh, UK pounds. When I converted that and other sites did as well, that's $700 US. <laughs> There's no fucking way that they could launch a console for that was sorry that was PlayStation 5. Yeah, but they did that with the three. Don't you remember? PlayStation 3 was $699. That's fucking crazy, dude. Like, yeah. coming out of a fucking recession, too, like, you're going to put your fucking console at $700? Are you rit ridiculously dumb? That's what I mean. Like, this generation, at least at the beginning, is going to be affordability for me. Yeah. As much as I love PlayStation, and I do love Xbox, but Xbox is kind of losing its momentum with me, mainly on, on its games. Yeah, like, we don't really have anything... We don't know what's coming out for the for the Series X, really. No, so when this event happens, who knows? I might change my whole P uh, judgment on Xbox and be like, okay, I'm getting both. Yeah. Or I'm going to I'm going Xbox. Like, it's yeah. still undecided for me. But moving forward, Halo Infinite, it's a huge title. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And it's just not enough to make me buy an Xbox. Uh, okay, well, here's one great thing I found out. I opened up the official uh, Halo Infinite page, and the Ooh. first thing I read is Halo Infinite for Xbox One and Windows 10. Okay. So. But they always screw up here, and I have a feeling we're going to get the release for Xbox this year and Windows 10 next spring or summer. I, I'll wait. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'm not yeah. buying an X. Like, as it stands right now, I'm not buying a Series X. So yeah, for you, it's games as well, right? Yeah. Like anything right now that you can get on an Xbox, you can usually get on a PlayStation. Yeah. And, and uh, that's hurting their credibility more than anything. And the other thing, too, is like I don't play Gears. That's like the only other real game that I would play off Xbox. Uh, the, the only other IP that I play is Sea of Thieves, which I can get on a PC. So like yep. I have a PC. I don't need an Xbox. Yeah. I I think this year, I really hope they come out and show us things that we want. Not what they think we need, but what we want. Yeah. Like, they, what was it, those seven brand new studios, four of them that they bought and three they made? We haven't seen anything from those studios. Mm -hmm. What are they working on that are going to be just exclusive titles? Like, that is what's going to decide the generation for Xbox. I think what's going to... What would save Xbox is if they announced the next Fable. Yeah, uh, Fable would be a 
huge thing. I, I we know it's in development. I just don't know if they're gonna screw us and be like, yeah, uh, give us a quick, you know, one second teaser that'll show like a city or something mm-hmm. with a, a bird flying over, like they usually do with freaking uh, Fable kind of stuff. Yeah, and then it'll just doesn't have a release date, and then everyone's gonna buy an Xbox, and the next Fable game won't come out till 2023. I need a like a re- release date. Yeah, doesn't have to be the month. Just give me like 2021, 2022. Let me know what year you think this game's gonna be fucking ready. <laughs> yeah, actually ready, not yeah. fucking beta ready. Everything is getting delayed these days. Like I, I'm getting tired of getting excited for a game, and then it's like, yeah, it's uh, another delay. Like yeah. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was supposed to be out in April. Then it got delayed till September, and now it got delayed till indefinitely, isn't it? I think what happened there is they def- um, Microsoft is pushing them to make it for the Series X. I think that's what happened because but it's also coming out on PlayStation. So if Microsoft's doing that, that means Sony is as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, th- that's the only reason, like. Remember, Breath of the Wild got pushed, and we're like, they're obviously pushing it to the new new console. Like, there's no yeah. other reason why it would get fucking delayed. They did the same thing. Um, Twilight Princess. Yeah, I remember back in the day, uh, Twilight Princess was supposed to come out a little earlier, and then the Wii was announced, and we knew at that point it was going to be ported over to the Wii mm-hmm. and GameCube. Yeah. Uh, going back to our Discord, Speed Geek, uh, referring to the Halo Infinite trailer, says Xbox better do something soon. Buying development studios and streaming service is not going to work well for them unless they start getting some h- hype behind the new system, which is lackluster in the aesthetics department. Well, so, I mean, so is the PlayStation 5, honestly, but yeah. They do have the studios. They do not have the streaming service anymore. <laughs> yeah. A little behind on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they have streaming. They have s- development studios. I don't know. Well, each studio is, you know, good at making one or two different types of games. That's what I'm hoping. Like, we have seven studios, and these are big, big studios. These aren't independent. These are ones that are going to be working on either, like, a franchise or a brand new IP. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to amalgamate studios based on games that they develop. You know? Yeah, because they kind of did that already. They got five. They bought five studios and then made made a new studio name. I can't remember what it's called. They made two new studios. Frostbite or something. Five. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I just want to see what Halo Infinite has to offer because we've been waiting for this game for like a literal eternity. Well, we we've no like when was it first announced? Oh, going back in the podcast here christ we talked about it like in the same year we would launch the podcast and we would do the podcast for and that was when it was announced so 2018 yeah yeah so it was announced in 2018 when did five come out i'm just gonna look that up right now oh god five what a fucking shit show disappointment (laughs) that was jesus all right uh i i was thinking 16 2015 october 27 2015 so it's been six years five years since uh the release of this and halo 1 came out in 2001 halo 2 came out in 2004 i want to say or three or four i think it was four let's have a look halo 2 
Halo 2 came out. I'm just trying to see the... The, the, yeah, the years between two, each game. Yeah, 2004 for Halo 2. Uh, Halo 3 came out in 2007. Seven, yep. Um, but they're using the same engine, right? So mm-hmm. this this game, they built a brand new engine for Halo Infinite. So the slip space engine. So. Yep. Uh, and then Halo Reach came out in 2010. So, that, so basically three years between games. And then and Halo, Halo 4, 4 was 2012 or... Uh, 2012, yeah. Yeah. But that was a new studio at yeah. that point. Uh, okay, so yeah, basically three years between games, and then 2015, Halo 5 came out, and now we're five so years. So now we're five years. Mm-hmm. So, they needed this, though. Yeah. They had to do this game from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if you have a game, like... Like we were talking about, I think on the last podcast, Nintendo has five-year development periods. So the mm-hmm. fact that you had a five-year development period on Halo Six might make it a good game compared to fucking Five. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I get shit a better game than Halo Five, but you know. Yeah, some studios can do it. Like, look at Assassin's Creed. Sometimes they can roll out a good game in a year. Well, with Halo, or Odyssey sorry, was amazing. With uh, Assassin's Creed, though, they had they built a brand new game. Yeah. Uh, engine for not a engine but a, basically a game for origins so then for odyssey they just took that system it pr- tweaked it a bit improved it and just made a new map right mm-hmm. so it was essentially i'm not going to say it was the same game because it wasn't but it was the map the, was huge though like yeah w- it had water combat where o- origins really didn't mm-hmm. um yeah like i said they they improved upon origins but the base, like the foundation of the game, is the same. Like the yeah. RPG elements, the the uh, upgrading your ability tree or whatever the fuck. Uh, the combat was very similar. But yeah, so they had a they had a base game, so they were able to pump out. That came out like a year after Origins, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it did. And then they decided after Odyssey they were going to take a year off. Yeah. Because I think they're building this one now up for the new engine. Yeah. So I'm sure they had both of those games actually planned out when they uh, were building Origins. Well, they're usually uh, working on one game while the other one's still being developed. Yeah. So they're at the beginning phase, right? So and I'm just thinking about the map, too. Like, I'm sure they reused quite a bit of assets from Origins in terms of map uh, Oh, I'm stuff. sure they did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, great game. You Halo put- is just completely different than that, though, because you can't reuse anything from the last Halo. Yeah, everything is being rebuilt. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so it needs that couple-year period, and I'm hoping with five years that they actually deliver us a game that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, a <laughs> multiplayer that I'll play for longer than a fucking couple weeks. Yeah, have they talked about it? I can't remember. Are they bringing back uh, Couch? Uh, they, they, they were thinking about it. Let me have a look here. Uh, I'm just going to read what's on the website here. Master Chief Returns is in Halo Infinite, the next chapter of the legendary franchise beginning holiday 2020, developed by 343 for the entire Xbox family of devices, including the Scarlet and Windows PC. Uh, continues the Halo 5 Guardian storyline. <laughs> And takes a franchise in an ambi- uh, ambitious and unexpected direction, powered by the all-new Slip Space engine. Ugh. Yeah, it looks well, good. Yeah, 
we'll see what happens. They we still don't know a lot about Halo Infinite. Yeah, which they should clear up next month sometime. Yeah, I don't want another trailer. I want information. I well, I do want a trailer. Yeah, but I want a trailer that's telling me where the story's taking us, and then bring someone on stage or even on webcam or something, and yeah. be like, "This is what we're doing with Halo. You're going to be able to do this. Uh, it's going to have this. It's you know, I yeah. want the information." Well, on top of that, with the trailer, I want a fucking in-game engine trailer. I don't want a fucking cinematic trailer. Oh, okay. So you want some gameplay? Not, no, I don't want gameplay. I just want, like, even if it's cinematics from the game, I want to see oh, okay. what it looks like yeah. in the game engine. You just don't want to see something they built just for the event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you there. Because, uh, like, looking at these tr- these images, like, it looks great. It, it does. Um but I remember when it was announced, like, I was kind of torn. The trailer was very weird. I'm just going to pull the trailer up here. Oh, I have to enter my date of birth. Oh. While you're doing that, though, I do want to... Uh, I, I was going over the f- five of those new studios that were developed yep. that could be creating games. So we had the initiative, like you said. They're an entirely new Santa Monica, California-based studio being headed by Daryl Gallagher, who was the former studio head of Crystal Dynamics. Oh, yeah. So he helped create Tomb Raider. So that's a, you know, that's a huge name right there. Mm-hmm. Then you have Undead, Undead Labs, a Seattle-based team that were behind State of Decay and State of Decay 2. Uh, they join officially joined Microsoft's Fold, and uh, they're apparently working on something next-gen. Uh, we've known about Playground Games for a while. They're the team behind Hori- uh, Forza. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're working on a new IP that's an open-world experience, which is also supposed to be rumored the new Fable. Yep. Uh, Ninja Theory was a weird accusation, uh, ac- accusation, accusation from uh, Microsoft uh, because Ninja Theory is behind uh, Devil May Cry enslaved odyssey to the west and the ps3 exclusive heavenly sword Mm -hmm. so you know they're good at rpgs and that kind of japanese style games yeah and then we have uh compulsion games which are brand new uh they're a canadian developer that are behind we the happy few and apparently they're working on something for the next console as well so all right uh, and to answer your question from before, uh, Halo Infinite will have split-screen multiplayer, and it'll also be available on the Xbox Game Pass from day one. See, there you go. That is the split-screen multiplayer right there gives me more incentive to buy it. Yeah. Because that is what made Halo fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, people didn't want it before because... Uh, Sorry, when I say that, I mean, like, they thought people didn't want it because it slowed down your frame rate, yada, 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 right? So, but, like you said, uh, we all grew up playing Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3 split screen, right? So, uh, yeah. I used to have LAN parties. uh, Heck, my uh, my church even did it. We uh, hooked up, like, two or four Xboxes together and had, like, an 18-person LAN party. I think they had a LAN party at PAX when they had the Reach. uh, Yeah. Uh tournament dude i'm still a little salty about that i was it was a free-for-all and it's a 25 right i had 20 fucking four kills i was in the lead 
and some guy who the next guy below me i think had 22 kills and he got a triple kill and fucking won the game i'm like get the fuck out of here buddy <laughs> and only the winners moved on to the next round yeah so yeah uh okay so yeah halo infinite needs more information i'm sure we'll do another podcast on it once we actually get information hopefully next month um you had one more thing to talk about on the podcast today didn't you I'm trying to remember. I think that was all. Jeez, we're yeah. 45 minutes in, so let's uh, let's talk. We can about... talk about a few other things, though. Uh, oh, I do have one more thing. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Ha ha. Okay, so uh, I think we did this podcast on the day I got married. Uh, did we do it that day? I know I showed I... you guys the video. I think it was on. No, that was your uh, wedding, the pre-dinner or something. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we did that. We talked about uh, this is fucking. How long have I been married? Two years. Fucking Christ. Um, yeah. So we uh, talked about uh, super, the Super Mario Party because we mm. played that. You literally came over the night before and we just played Super Mario Party like until midnight and then slept in, did a podcast, played some more Super Mario Party with the other groomsmen, and then went and got married. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we talked about that, and then we talked about this game. But anyway, so some some dude um, completely obliterated his NDA and uh, recorded the trailer for... Who's uh, developing it? Warner Brothers? Yeah, it's coming from uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, so uh, recorded this trailer that Warner Brothers showed them, uh, showing a open-world Harry Potter game, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the rumors back then were that it was taking place during the Goblin Wars. Yeah. Now, uh, another leak has come out saying that it might be taking place. I don't know if it's... uh, I can't remember. It was a video someone posted with some new screenshots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But apparently it's going to be taking place after the Harry Potter story. And you're, uh, there's also endgame content, apparently, is what has been leaked, which I'm kind of excited for. So you're not going to start as a new student. Apparently, you're a... Um, fifth year or something. A fifth year, yeah. but uh, from another school that is, like, being transferred in. So you're a transfer student or something. Okay, I can dig that. And uh, you're going to have to help me here, because uh, my fairy, uh, Harry Potter lore is going down a bit. But after he graduates, there's still another year of uh, gameplay you can play mm-hmm. with him as like a, a uh, one of those wizards that help. Um, An or? Ma- yes. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> See, I I can mention one little fucking thing, and Rodney's like, An or? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, you might have to explain what that is to everyone, well, even it's just, me a little it's, bit. But it's just a. Um... A person who, who works for the ministry that uh, catches, uh, like, basically he's a Rogue fucking wizard, a, right? poli- a policeman. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently that is how the uh, the last bit of the game is supposed to happen, which kind of sounds like this could be very interesting and intriguing for a Harry Potter story. And uh, apparently they're not going to be calling it Harry Potter anymore. It's something like the, uh, oh, I can't remember the name. It's taking place in the universe, but I think they're gonna call it's Hogwarts or Hog- yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I, I remember the name was kind of teased. So we were talking about this uh, two years ago when we talked about this, but uh, I think it would be really cool if you could 
develop like basically it's an RPG, right? So you can mm-hmm. develop what kind of wizard you're going to be. I think they were talking that in the leak that they you could kind of pick. Um, I mean, that's in how the end game plays out. I think you could either be, uh, you know, go to the the dark side, and then there's supposed to be another big bad. Like, what if you could do like a fable level of fucking character um, development, where like you could be evil if you want, right? You, and then your persona starts to turn dark. Shit that like would that. be sweet. Yeah. I, I kind of hope this game also has choices you make that'll determine the output uh, outcome of the uh, like other parts. Yeah. Like so, you, apparently at the beginning, some uh, choice you make determines what school you get put or like class. Yeah. Um, so you could even be put into Slytherin or, you know, the house. Yeah. You know what? I don't have any idea what the fucking Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff common rooms would look like. No, but you know. I, they, I bet you they could work with J.K. Rowling and uh, or ha- probably have been and just figure out what she thinks in her head what she would have designed them as. Yeah. Anyways, Harry Potter nerd nerdiness, but uh, yeah, no, that game excites me. I played. I I I'm having deja vu, dude. Like we're talking about the exact same things that we talked about two years ago when this came up. Because I was going to mention. Uh, I think the last Harry Potter game I played was on. We uh, it was the sixth one, I think. The sixth movie, the uh, what was it called? Uh, Half Blood Prince. Yeah. And your Wii mote was your wand, and I thought that was the fucking coolest thing ever. And like to defend, I do remember that. you had to like hold it on its side to block spells. I'm like, this is yep. fucking badass, dude. Like whoever thought of this fucking had it put together. I remember playing the very first Harry Potter on PC. PC. I remember playing on fucking Game Boy. It was very clunky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember playing it on uh, Game Boy Color, I think. And then I played the second one on Game Boy Advance SP. Okay, well, I think it looked a bit better on PC than it would on Game Boy, but... Oh, yeah, it was it was very, oh, very 8 Never mind, it's sitting right beside me on my PC games. Yeah, PC. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else about Harry Potter, but I totally fucking spaced on it. Whatever. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I'm excited for this game. I just want something a bit different than just fucking roaming the castle and collecting fucking stupid shit and bringing yeah. someone dumb fucking... Oh, I hate that. I hate f- fetch quests so much. I think they're smarter as well by getting rid of the Harry Potter name. Yeah, because it's not about Harry Potter. It's about you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, it would be cool, though, if he's mentioned. Like, there's no way he's not going to be mentioned, especially if the, play, uh, the story does take place after him. Yeah. There's got to be pictures or, you know, some lore for him. It'd be a good way to expand upon the universe, for sure. Exactly. And then, you could, who knows, maybe you can interact with kids or uh, descendants, family members of, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. As, long but, as, as long as Emma Watson's in it, then I'm sold. But uh, <laughs> anyways, the I remember what I was going to say earlier. So uh, at the end of the books or whatever, Harry becomes an Auror. Yep. And, but... In the fifth book, they were talking about all the classes he needed to to do in order to become an Auror. Yeah. And but he didn't do any of those. He just got in. And I'm like, fuck. You're just walking around like, dude. I defeated the fucking Dark Lord of fucking magic. I'm an Auror now. Like that's basically what it was, right? Like you couldn't say no to him after that. He saved the world. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. 
Man, the ministry would be a laughing stock. Be like, you turn down Harry Potter because yeah. he doesn't have the classes. Are you high? Yeah. That's funny. Plus, I don't think he needs the classes. He's stronger than and smarter than most of the ministers. Well, he didn't even fucking do his last year of Hogwarts. No. <laughs> he, um, would, he basically couldn't, though. If he was at Hogwarts, what do you think would have happened? Yeah, some shit. Some yeah. shit would have went down. Fucking Chamber of Secrets would open again or some shit. Yeah, he, but, he was literally hunted that whole year that he wasn't at the school. He was hunted every fucking year he was at school. By, <laughs> like, let's be fucking real. That's true. So, um, Hermione went back and finished her final year, though. We're just, we're just talking about Harry Potter now on a fucking video games on podcast. What the fuck's wrong with us? It's fine, though. Like, you know, this game could be the next part of, like, that that story yeah there's a website called pottermore where you can like i haven't logged on in like fucking 10 years is but that that rpg thing where you uh, basically kind of it's like an interactive like website where you can learn more about the harry potter universe like if i was an extra super nerd of harry potter i'd be i'd be balls deep in that but um i think i i think what turned me off from it is like it uh it gave out information in increments so, like, you can just go on and just binge all the information. Like, w- once a week, they would release, like, a new thing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck that. So, yeah, I stopped, <laughs> I stopped paying attention to that. But, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's about it, I guess, for the podcast. Yeah, uh, hopefully it says the Harry Potter RPG will launch late next year with an official announcement planned for the DC Fandom event on July- August 22nd. I ooh, I wonder if, uh, now that I think about it, if that thing that we saw, that trailer we saw two years ago, was the vertical slice for the game. I think it might have been. Interesting. It, it looked good, but I bet you it, that was all way before pre-alpha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was literally created just to get the funds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay. Uh, so, as always, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the show. If you want to become a Patreon, you get uh, exclusive content. Uh, every every podcast, we record extra content for our Patreon. So, j- jump on there to uh, check that out. And uh, you can check out our website, videogamesnow.ca, to find all the rest of our content, uh, videos, etc. Uh, or you can go to YouTube and subscribe there. That'd be super handy. Uh, let us know what you guys think on our social media pages. We got uh, Discord, lots of chatter on there all the time. Uh, what a, let's let's just look at some of this stuff right now. Video game chat. Uh, I think emotional support, man, is like the glue that holds our fucking uh, Discord together. Because <laughs> he'll just come on and say like one thing, and then break uh, everyone, and then break everyone. We're like, okay. Uh, but anyway, so uh, itchy goat bag just joined. The, uh, Interesting name. Very, very choice name words. Yeah, totally. Um, anyways, so yeah, we lots of lots of chatter on our video games on Discord, and you can find that link on our website. Okay, guys, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.